Welcome back to another episode of Sleep Deprived Storytime. I'm Matthew Carlock. Let's chat. Welcome back, friends, neighbors, randos on the internet. I'm trying to get back into the swing of things, and I wanted to talk about something that is light. Recently, I've noticed my wife and I doing something peculiar. I've known her going on 14 years now, and it has only been in the last couple of years that we've been doing certain acting certain ways. What I'm referring to is adopting uh, mannerisms that we usually have around and only dealing with our kid. For example, nuzzling. Malcolm loves to nuzzle. He likes to pretend he's a little kitty and he'll come up to us and just nuzzle our legs or, you know, our butts, or wherever his head can reach. And um, it's cute and adorable, and we laugh when we say, hello, little kitty, and he meows at us. And... Like, last week, I, like, went up to my lovely wife, and I just started, like, nestling her, and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. It, it's just the way we act now. We act like we do with our kid all the time. Um, another lighter version of that is watching the same TV shows. Again, I've talked about Bluey. Love Bluey. I will sit down and watch episodes of Bluey by myself. But I will also, like, listen to Disney's Gone Punk Station on my own. It's not because the music is particularly good. It's just... I'll listen to it. It's not bad. A lot of the stations are really, really good. Punk Rock Factory. Love those guys. Doing a great job. I'm just, I'm, uh, it's now like music that I'll listen to. And I'm not particularly happy about that. It's maybe it's the new music that I am listening to now. I, I, I'm not particularly happy about it, like I said, but I'm also not going to stop it. Uh, another fun, fun thing that we've been doing is um, telling each other we have to go potty. Yep. Just, hey, gotta go potty. Malcolm's not around. He doesn't need to, she doesn't need to know, but I'm just telling her, gotta go potty. I just, we've both done it. It's weird. It's, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably just like, where we are. This kind of goes back into the like dorkifying episode where we were just sitting and uh, or sitting where we're like trying to dance with our kids and you get all weird and you, you move your body differently just to be at their level. And I'm doing that now and it's just so uh, not just a dancing. I'm, 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 I'm just it's funny. It's funny and it's enjoyable. It's Another thing, another instance in which 
you adopt and change to the situation. And it's really hard to go back, you know, once you've crossed a certain line. It's really hard to be that individual again. I, I can now understand how, like, parents get or parents can get upset at, like, losing themselves and their kids. It's important not to lose yourself. But I also find it insanely funny when these habits that have only come around because of a kid suddenly kind of work their way into your actual personality. I love it. I think it's funny. Um, I, uh, I don't know. Another thing, I mean, I could have gone on a different episode, a whole different tangent on this. I'm third in here. I also find myself acting a lot like my dad. Like, I hear the way I laugh, and it's exactly like his, especially when I think about when I was younger, super young, like from five or so, five to ten, like how he would act with us, how we would, you know, roughhouse, and how we would tickle and play, and the weird voices he would use, and I'm doing the exact same thing. And Malcolm is kind of doing the same thing. He'll, like, put on the same voices. And I'll just talk about another fun thing that he's doing. Um, I'm, I get, I get mad at traffic often. We are in the, a heavily traffic area, and Malcolm has started telling me, act like a monster. If you're angry, act like a monster. So I have to put on this voice and say, I'll get you scallywags, and it makes him laugh. When I'm just angry by myself, he doesn't like it, but if I'm an angry monster being silly, he like laughs and thinks it's hilarious. And so today, driving to work, the driver made me upset, and I went, Rrr! I just yelled I, like a monster. He wasn't in the car with me. He hadn't been in the car with me for like 20 minutes, and I still like roared like a monster like I would. Ugh. It's ridiculous. Being a parent is ridiculous. All right. Um, I think it's going to wrap it up for me today. Uh, if you ever want to reach out, I know if you contact me on the Anchor app, you can like send me a voice message and I'll listen to it and I'll like try and respond to it. It'll be fun. Let's get some more interaction. Let's, let's hear your thoughts. It is fun. Anyway. All right. That'll do it for me. Until next time, get some sleep. You want this one to be about butterflies? Bumblebees. Butterflies or bumblebees? Bumblebees. Bumblebees. Yeah, yeah, they say it's the best one in the world. Mm-hmm. There's only to be a bumblebee. Okay. There once was a big bumblebee named Herman. Herman was much bigger than all the other bumblebees, and very, very clumsy. Most of the other bumblebees did not like hanging out with Herman. Whenever he would fly up, he would say, Hey guys, what, what, what are you doing? And they would say, Oh, oh, nothing, we're just, you know, we just got it. We just got this thing to do. What thing? Shh. Oh yeah, yeah, thing, the thing, we got a thing to do. And they would all fly off to go do 
something that was just not being around with Herman. And that made him sad, because Herman really wanted to show the other bumblebees that he wasn't always clumsy and goofy just because of his big size. doesn't mean that he couldn't do good bumblebee things, but whenever he tried to collect pollen or um, fly close to other bumblebees, his size just got in the way. One day, when Herman was feeling down because he couldn't be graceful, he saw a beautiful butterfly flapping its wings around very gracefully. The butterfly lifted off gently and landed gently on from flower to flower. They had big, bright, beautiful wings and all the other insects seemed to be in awe. Herman flew close to the butterfly and said, oh, Hi, butterfly. Uh, I just wanted to say, I think you fly very, very beautifully. And the butterfly said, Why, thank you, Herm Herman. How do you know my name? Everyone knows Herman the bumblebee, even us butterflies. Herman was embarrassed, but the butterfly said, Don't be embarrassed, Herman. Just because you're bigger than all the others and a little awkward doesn't mean you have anything to be embarrassed about. Herman just looked a little bit more embarrassed. Easy for you to say. You jump around delicately and land gracefully from flower to flower. I just plop down from spot to spot. No one takes me seriously. But the butterfly said, Well, Herman, if you would like to do something different, what would you like to do? Herman thought about it for a while and said, If I would ever try to do something different, it would be to get the respect and admiration of all the other bumblebees. And how do you think you could do that? asked the butterfly. I need to impress them and do something that no one else can that only I can do. So the butterfly and Herman sat there thinking, what could Herman try and do that only he could do as a very large bumblebee that no one else could? That's when they heard the sound of a... Hmm. Um... Yeah, they heard the sound of a dog barking. Immediately, all the other bumblebees had to fly up high into the air because whenever the dogs come around, they like to stomp and smash the flowers. And if the bumblebees aren't careful, the doggies will accidentally hurt them. The butterfly and Herman began to fly away when the butterfly said, Wait, Herman. Have you ever flown near a dog before? Herman said, no way. They, they're so big and scary and fast. They might hurt me. <laughs> no way. They're so big and fast. They might hurt me. And the butterfly looked at him and said, are you sure? 
You're much bigger than a regular bumblebee. And Herman thought about it for a second. The butterfly was right. Herman began flapping his wings extra loudly to make a big, high, loud buzzing sound. And then flew very close to the dog. Immediately, the dog looked at Herman and raised its ears in surprise. Oh, said the dog. Herman, noticing the dog, stopped, got a little bit braver, and flew closer. And guess what that doggy did? Backed up! The doggy had never seen a bumblebee so big before. No, bumblebees are gentle. They definitely don't sting. But the doggies don't know that. They just hear a big, buzzy, yellow thing coming at them. And the doggy started backing up more and more. So Herman flew directly at the doggy, and the doggy yipped and scurried away as fast as it could with its tail between its legs. The other bumblebees came out of hiding from a tree and started flying in around Herman. Hooray for Herman, they shouted. Hooray, hooray. You were so brave, said some of the bumblebees. You flew right at that dog. And it was so scared of you, said the other bumblebees. And Herman blushed because the other bumblebees were happy for him to have been there to save their flowers. They were so grateful for him that he was made their honorary guard bee. And from then on, the other bees liked hanging around Herman because he protected them and he took his job very seriously and he was a good protector, although he would never hurt a doggy or anyone else. He just liked to be big and loud. The end. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, leave a rating, yada, yada, yada. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at M. That's K-C-O-L-R-A-C-M. Or on Twitter at Colrac, K-C-O-L-R-A-C. Thanks. See you next time.